came here to say Who wanted from the jump? Came here to we say. can't get exactly what you want Came here to say that you don't really want it with us yeah. We love you know We came here to say that you don't really want it with us yeah. The sports show Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. I'm your host, Big Baby, aka the soul of R and B. To my bottom left, we have the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. What's up, what's up, everybody? Let's get it. Let's get it. Another week down. Yep, yep. To my bottom right, we have BK Matt. Who's on mute? He's on mute. He's there though. He to the is... top right. Oh, no, the He's top playing right. like Aaron yeah. Rodgers right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, we started out early. Okay. <laughs> Firing. <laughs> and to my top right, we have the queen, the goat herself. <laughs> the Tay. savior of Wakanda. She's the savior for sure. <laughs> She's the savior for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I What's tell on, you, yo. Um, I am excited about Black Panther too. Mm-hmm. I am sad about Chadwick Boseman, of course. Right. Um, I feel like he would have put his whole foot in this movie. It mm. would not have let up. Um, but I can't wait. I got tickets for Thursday night. Uh, I can't wait as well. Um, I think it's going to be an incredible movie. I almost think, um, you know, part of me, part of me completely agrees with you. Part of me also thinks that, um, I'm very intrigued to see where they take this movie without Chadwick, because I know this this movie is jam-packed with memorials in the memory of of Chadwick. Um, and this cast has spoken so much about how hard it was to do this film. But I'm I'm very interested to see how much how much more beautiful they made this film uh, with his memory being honored throughout. So I I can't wait either. Thursday night, I'm getting out of work and going straight to the theater. Absolutely, I think this movie is going to be probably one of the best in the um, in the Marvel universe right now. Um, I can't wait to see how they do it and how they work around a lot of things with um, Chadwick Boseman no longer being with us and the story that they choose to tell. So, um, I mean, the, the good narrative. thing about superheroes is that they change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good thing about super, with the exception of like. Superman and like they're trying to play the whole like okay his son it took up the mantle of Superman and different people have eventually taken up the role of Batman but with the exception of like Superman Batman and Aquaman almost every hero has had multiple iterations and uh um the one thing that I do like is that it does look like they're staying somewhat true to the source material based on everything that we've seen about how the mantle of the Black Panther ends up getting passed on to someone else um, and who it's getting passed on to, at least from what all the clues seem to lead to. So, um, you know, it, it's 
in its own way, it still it, it still works, even though we wish it didn't have to work this way. Right, right, right. There's a whole bunch of ways it can go based off the universe, but hopefully, like I said, I want I, I know this movie is going to be the best, probably the best movie of this year. Um, and a lot of people who were you know shitting on Black Adam, Black Adam was a really good movie. Black well. Adam was dope. I don't care what nobody said. That was a good movie. Pierce Brosnan. Exactly. Oh, Thank you, Tay. It took so long to get this man in the superhero type of movie, but he mm-hmm. legit stole the show. Um, Dwayne Johnson is a great Black Adam. I can't see mm-hmm. no one else playing that role but him. Um, I feel like people expect like literary masterpieces to come out of these superhero type of movies. And the mm-hmm. whole goal is just to have people enjoy the movie. And I literally enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. The pace was good. It was engaging. It was exciting. It was action-packed. It told a good story. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You get what I'm yep, saying? Yep. And it was visually taking. And, you know, there's a lot of gatekeeping that happens in this in this realm, you know, Tay. As you know, in other realms, there's a lot of gatekeeping that happens. Um, and in the in the in the world of comic books, and now the adaptations of comic books to movies, there's a lot of gatekeeping by the comic fans and the comic purists. That they're like, "Oh, well, it's supposed to be like this, and that's not how the story goes, and that's not this, and that's not that." Listen, nothing is going to be a pure one-to-one translation, and I hate to say it because I know I'm going to get crucified by fellow comic book fans, but not every story as we tell it in the comic books is going to work on the big screen. And sometimes we have to take liberties with the material and, and do different things or combine multiple stories. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it's not always going to be a one for one translation from the comic book. We see that with the Marvel universe as well. Um, but they do the best we, they, they do the best they can with some of them. Um, some of them are just absolutely terrible. Um, but you know, they've done the best that they can with some of them and, and they've given us great movies and black Adam wasn't in and of itself a great movie. And, you know, um, I'm not going to drop too many details, but if you haven't seen that post credit scene, you know, Dwayne Johnson may have done more to save the DC universe with that post credit scene than the movie itself did. Um, just, just in and of that. Um, so, and, and, and also let's give flowers. I forget his full name. But I believe his last name is Hodge. Aldous the actor Hodge. who played Aldous Hodge, the actor who played Hawkman. Like, that was a dope Hawkman. And for people to be coming out of that movie talking about Dr. Fate and Hawkman, two of the longest reigning superheroes in the DC universe, but two superheroes that a lot of people, unless you're a, a comic head, really don't talk about. For people to be walking out of that movie talking about Dr. Fate and Hawkman and looking those two characters up to me is an absolute win. And um, Amanda Waller, like, can we just never cast anyone else as Amanda Waller? Cause she just eats that role up. She just eats that role up. And I believe I'm um, getting the wrong title, but if you have not seen her, I believe it's in the woman queen. Is it called the woman or the the warrior queen? The woman king, thank you. If you have not seen her in The Woman King, you need to go watch that movie right now because The Woman King was everything and then some. 
dope. Dope. But yeah, I mean, that movie was really good. I took my daughter to see it last weekend, and it was it was on point. So, um, where where is everybody? Like, I'm here. You guys are in the middle of the conversation. I was here. I was <laughs> here. here. You guys? Nah, I can't. No. See, look. See, Tay's funny. Tay gonna tell me I don't wrap up stuff, and then I'll be cutting people off. I gotta find the I gotta find the mid, middle ground. You, you gotta slow. You guys are slow though. I let you guys rock. You gotta be quicker than that. Oh, I, I do gotta be. This is why you're the host of the show. Exactly. Tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're the host of the show. <laughs> but, um, so we were arguing. I guess we all were arguing amongst each other. Uh, matter of fact, let me not skip things because Tay, the real producer of the show, was you know cursing me out. So let's get into today's topic. Okay, now we can get to it. <laughs> so, uh, so you know the, the 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 stupid adage: "What comes first, the chicken or the egg?" Now, um, this is the same thing for coaches and QBs. Who gets the credit? Who's supposed to get the blame? We're arguing amongst each other about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Um, and I want to bring it to screen. I want to bring it to audio. Um, what we were saying, there was some saying that Russell Wilson deserves the majority of the credit, and Pete Carroll deserves the blame, and it was vice versa. So, Tay, I'm going to start with you. For Russell Wilson's career, who is more responsible? Who who deserves most of the credit, Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll? Russell Wilson, you know, we always get into these, what upsets me about these debates, right, is that a coach has to play to his quarterback. You get what I'm saying? He has to draw up plays designed for his quarterback. And we got into this debate a couple of years, maybe like last year, it had to be a couple of years ago, about Belichick and Brady, right? And everybody- last year. I think it was before last year because this was when Brady first went to the Bucks. Yep, 2020. So it was like two years ago, right? So people are like, oh, well, if it wasn't Belichick, Brady wouldn't be who he was, and this, that, and third. And I feel like it's a group effort. If you have a coach and a quarterback that has synergy with each other, you're going to make magic, right? I guess people are on the Pete Carroll bandwagon because – Geno Smith looks like a stud out there. But let's not take away from the fact that Russell Wilson was amongst the top five to seven quarterbacks last season and the season before that. And I know this because he was on my fantasy football team and he was giving me crazy points. Okay? So to discredit this man, because we give what I don't like what people do, and I'm not saying that anybody on the show in particular – but I feel like when it's quarterbacks of color, they give them a little bit of a harder road to glory. Because besides being the – and I feel like the season MVP for Aaron Rodgers, he did not deserve that last year. He did not deserve that the year before that. I'm just going to be real with you. He did not. Because when you look at all the acclaim that Aaron Rodgers gets, when his career is done, when Russell, Russell Wilson's career is done, like Ben Roethlisberger's career is done, when you look at it, you're going to see the fact that at the end of their careers, they all almost produce the same shit. 
one ring. That's what counts. And I can't keep putting Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady on the same stratosphere. They don't exist there. Do I feel like Aaron Rodgers is better than Russell Wilson overall? Yes. But to make it seem like Russell Wilson is some bum that couldn't do anything without Pete Carroll is wrong. And I do feel like the coaches should get some credit because if you have a superstar quarterback on your team, you have to draw plays designed to that quarterback. And your plays are as, as only as good as their ability. I think, you know, Tay brings up some fantastic points. And, and, and I'm not going to take anything away that Tay just said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention some things, right? Everybody in um, – and by no means am I speaking bad about them, Tay, so please don't kill me. Every time I turn on New York Sports Radio the last couple of weeks, all I hear about is how Brian Dable is the greatest coach for the Giants. The greatest coach. Why? Because all of a sudden, Daniel Jones is playing well. And all of a sudden, Daniel Jones is doing things which he didn't do under previous coaches. What's interesting, though, is you look at places like Buffalo. Many people were calling Josh Allen a bust. Many people were calling Josh Allen a no-good quarterback until a couple of years ago when he got the right coaches and they put together the right system for him to be successful. In Kansas City, every single year, we hear about people wanting to interview Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator. But the question always is, well, is Patrick Mahomes great because of Eric Bieniemy? Or is Eric Bieniemy great because he has Patrick Mahomes? At the end of the day, the only reason why this argument is happening is because Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos have stunk. And I don't put that on Russell Wilson. I put that squarely, as I've said week after week on this program, I have said I put that squarely on the shoulders of Nathaniel Hackett, who might just get left in London if the Broncos don't perform well against the Jaguars today, which the last time I checked, they were losing. And I have heard that there is rumors that they will fire Nathaniel Hackett if the Broncos don't win this game and show improvement. That's the only reason why this argument is happening. Because Russell Wilson went to Denver. Everybody said, oh, Denver's going to win the division, myself included. And everybody said Russell Wilson's going to ball out. And Denver's going to be the best team in the AFC. In, in the AFC. And they, I don't they think nobody said they was going to be the best team in AFC. People have been yeah. saying one of the best teams. Yeah, and they have stunk the joint up. Now, at the end of the day, I put a lot of credit to the player, right? But the player cannot do it without the right system. There are many different types of players. There are system players. We've seen those type of players where they leave a certain system and they're just not productive anymore. They are products of their system, right? We have seen quarterbacks where or players where the coach really is what makes them great. And when that coach leaves, they're no longer great. And that whole team is no longer great, right? But at the end of the day, the player is the one out there slinging the ball, running the ball, catching the ball, making the plays, whether it be football, baseball, basketball, or whatever. They're the ones who have to produce. The coach is not the one doing it. Right. So at the end of the day, you have to put the burden on the player and you got to give the, the the brunt of the credit to the player. 
right? We talked about Brady and Belichick and what happened. Every time Brady got hurt, everybody thought that the Patriots were going to be bad. And then what happened? Belichick made a star out of Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, he made a star out of, uh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name, that ended up going to Kansas City and being a flop, right? He ended up making them into stars for one season. The Steelers and and and, and, and Bill Cowher made a star out of Tommy Maddox, right? Um, I'm forgetting his name right now. The coach of the St. Louis Rams at the time made a star out of Kurt Warner, who was on the on the on the grocery bagging line a couple of months prior playing arena football. That was so, a yeah. good ass movie. You saw the movie? That movie was good. I saw it. You know, sometimes it is the coach. But at the end of the day, the player has to perform. No matter you could have the best coach in the league. If the player can't play and can't perform, then then the team is still gonna stink. You know, and at the end of the day, Russell Wilson always gets this flack because he played behind one of the best defenses in modern memory in St. Louis, in that Legion of Boom, and everybody always discredited Seattle, Russell bro. Wilson's Seattle. ability. Everybody discredited Russell Wilson's ability because Seattle had this great defense. Right? Would would Russell Wilson have run his ring without that defense? Would he have gone to two Super Bowls without that defense? Well, guess what? We Probably can't play not. the what if we can't play yeah, the what if game. But at the, it's, he did it's a team game. Like right. He did. He did, and he and he did, and that and that's it. We can't sit here and and and, and create scenarios that would did not happen and cannot happen, right? But this so is the scenario that we're seeing right now, though. But this but is the scenario no. that we're seeing right now. For the for the last three four years, all we kept hearing is football. No, but before all we kept hearing is let Russ cook. Let's let's let Russ cook. Let's let Russ cook. Now he in the kitchen. Matt. Now he in the kitchen and he ain't got the right seasoning. That's what you're telling me? Your audio is popping. He's got the best defensive football, Matt. Barely. He still has the best defensive football. Right? Why is he not cooking? So he still has all of the same things he had in Seattle. He has a great number one receiver. Don't get me wrong. Jerry Judy is not DJ Metcalf. But he's a number one receiver. He is a number one receiver. He has a running back. And he has the number one, he has, if not the number one, the top five defense in the NFL, in the Denver Broncos defense, which is why they've Speak been that saying that. So he has Speak all the truth. same things. Mm. Right? Yes. He has all the same things that he has Seattle. So now the question is, is it Russ or is it the coach? And I'm putting it on the th- on Nathaniel Hackett. I'm putting this on Nathaniel Hackett. I'm not putting this on Russ's ability. Can I also make a statement here that, that might make some sense? Am I good now? We, if, it feels like your audio is too loud, but can I make a statement here? Do we take? Do we ever take for an account that these guys do age after being in the league for over 10 years? Very true. Very true. And you've said week after week on this program, Tay, he is hurt. He is hurt. Like, do we take that for granted? Like, I know I give Aaron Rodgers a lot of flack, but he's been in the league for like 14 years, 15 years. The fact that he can still perform at a top level, you know what I'm saying? I might even talk about Brady right now, but I'm, I'm talking about like the Rodgers, the Wilsons, and them. They're competing against guys 10 and 12 and 15 years younger than them. 
Right. And why isn't Brady getting the smoke? Right. Am I good now? Brady getting the smoke. Yeah, you sound better. Am I good now? Because Brady looks terrible this year. Can I finish my point though? My point with everything is like what like what Minister Pete Farrakhan just said. They have a great off. They have a good to great offense. It's just a matter of you have a good you have a great quarterback. This is what everybody is saying. Let Russ cook, right? He has the opportunity now to have his home his own team. There's no Pete Carroll. There's no beast mode. There's no great Seattle defense that that can hinder the, his greatness no more. Like y'all said. And they're not winning. Granted, yeah, age could play a part, but then again, you signed that big contract. That big that age gap thing is not affecting it wasn't affecting Tom Brady when he won the Super Bowl. Or when they were in the AFC championship, or when they were running deep in the playoffs. We can't keep putting age on it. We can't keep coming up with excuses for the reason why Russell Wilson is not performing. He holds the ball too long and he gets hit. So that can also be hindering his his performance. We don't take an account to that. But we keep blaming it on the O-line and the reason why he keeps getting hit. No. He has a decent and a good O-line, and he's still getting hit. He's making poor decisions. Russ needs the smoke. We need to get him. We need to hold him accountable. He's been playing bad. He's been playing bad. We got to give that to him. Like, hold can I, him can accountable. Can I ask you a question, Matt? Can I ask you Go a question, ahead. Matt? Real, real, real honest. I'm listening. I'm listening. Would Patrick... Would Patrick Mahomes win with this team in Denver right now? No. This team and this coach, would Patrick Mahomes be winning? Would I don't Josh know. Allen, not Mahomes. Josh Allen. I give it. I'm giving you. I, I give you the. I give you the coach aspect because it's a rookie coach. I give you that. But that still shouldn't hinder his stats. He's still a good coach. He's still a great quarterback. Wrong or right? But again, if right. Josh Allen was on that team, no, you're right. But if Josh Allen was on that team. Who's one of the top five, if not one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the league right now? I think Josh Allen would be in the same position. If Patrick Mahomes, it was it was in Denver right now. I think uh, Pat Mahomes would be in the same position. So when you look I'm at not, it like that, mm. when you look at it through the transitive property of if we take Russ out and put somebody else in, would this team be better? I don't think this team would be better with another. With that, with the weapons there. that they have, with the weapons that they have, do you truly believe yeah, that? I, I don't believe that. See, I, I can't, can't. I can't agree with that. Can't agree with that. I can't. I can't agree with that. You know what's so crazy though? So it's you think like, Pat Mahomes, Dre, would have this team in a better position? Josh Allen bro, would be winning with this team right now. I don't bro, think so. Bro, I don't think they will be. I don't think they'd be losing to the extent that they're losing or not scoring touchdowns in the first half of games. But they'd at least be competitive. Bro, they're I not competitive. I can't get. I can't 100% put it all on the coach, bro. I can't. Not with the weapons that Russell Wilson has, bro. I can't. I can't put it one hundred percent on the coach. So my he gets fifty fifty. So my thing go ahead, is, Tay. go ahead, Tay. We made excuses when Kevin Durant gets hurt. We make excuses when Kyrie Irving gets hurt. We make excuses. Hold on. We make excuses uh, when Patrick Mahomes is hurt. We make excuses, right? But now. If a player, he's because he took that contract, because he's supposed to be the leader of that team, he's not playing a hundred percent because he can't. But we, but we must hold him accountable still, right? I'm gonna tell you why I hold Russell Wilson accountable. I'm just being real. I'm gonna tell you exactly. 
I'm, no, I'm, I'm being real with you. I'm going to tell you why I hold Russell Wilson. You look at these games, you see, how, you see how his team has lost faith in him. He's alienated himself from the team. He's blaming, he's, he's part blaming the team and not himself. He's doing it to himself. So you can you bring up Kevin Durant and, and the injuries and stuff. I don't blame – I don't sit there and go, oh, Kevin Durant's not performing good because of his injuries. He played like shit in the playoffs. That's because they locked his ass up. Yeah, but – I don't – I'm holding him accountable for what he did. You also said because of injury he couldn't do this. You said that about Patrick Mahomes and stuff too. I've played the tape. Play the tape. Patrick Mahomes was the Super Bowl because he was hurt. Toe and, and, and there's the smoke and the for Aaron Rodgers, who signed a big contract. I've given the smoke to Aaron Rodgers. I had a whole smoke session on Aaron Rodgers. That's all right. Where's the smoke? I do keep the smoke for Tom Brady. When do I not keep the same energy? Y'all can't name one time that I didn't keep the same energy. He did, for he any, did, any he did, star that did he not did give the smoke to Aaron Rodgers. He he barely, I've given the smoke to Kevin Durant. I've given it to Kyrie Irving. He barely gave the smoke to Aaron Rodgers. That's you, not where, true. Where's the smoke? You're where's the smoke putting, for Brady? Where's the smoke for Brady who Aaron came Rogers. out of retirement? You still putting Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady on the same plane, and they don't even they, Aaron Rodgers can't sniff Tom Brady's jockstrap. How do you think? I'm just saying. I'm Why? Just because saying, of the rings? Smoke for him. Yeah, that's a big everybody, thing. Everybody's making excuses for Brady. Everybody's making excuses they for Rodgers. It's time. It's time for Brady to hang it up. Absolutely. It was time at the end of last season, and he knew that. But then he decided it was to come time back. For him to hang up. Last and season, he played good to great. It's time for him to hang up. I think he played you know. great last season. Exactly. I think he played great last season, and I think, but I think that when this is my thing, it's a turning of the tide in the NFL. These older guys, this is like this is how I'm starting to feel. You remember when fucking Brett Favre? Went to the Jets after the Minnesota don't Vikings. Yeah, don't people, remind me. And people was like, "Oh, it's time for him to hang it game. up." It was time for him to hang it up. It was time for him to retire, even though he has Look. spurts of greatness. People were like, "You know, it's time." Mm-hmm. People are refusing to say that about Aaron Rodgers. People are refusing to say that about Tom Brady. People are refusing to say that about these older. They're allowing them, I guess, because of the pedigree that they've come with, they've deserved more respect. But when it's time to wrap it up, it's time to wrap it up. Because these newer guys, like the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allens, even the Joe Burrows are starting to come into his own. You get what I'm saying? The Lamar Jacksons. These guys are the newer faces of the league, but these old guard guys are refusing to let it go. That's why I keep saying father time. No, this is, this well, I think this slippage in Aaron Rodgers game, not really. I just feel like the fucking offense is trash. That's me. And, and, it's, and it's, it 100% is Aaron Rodgers' fault because Dante Adams is gone. Cause, um, yeah, but he still, has, he still has weapons. He still no. has weapons. And to be honest with you, at what point, you know, at, at some point, too, I feel like, we have to hold Aaron Rodgers accountable just as much as we hold Tom Brady accountable on the show, just as much as we hold Russell Wilson accountable on the show. My thing is, if Aaron Rodgers came out and was like, if Aaron Rodgers came out and was like, "Yo, my shoulder is injured," 
I would not say shit. I think the problem with the Aaron Rodgers stuff right now, too, is that the same things that's coming out about Russell Wilson and are the same things that's coming out about Aaron Rodgers, but it's not as loud right now. Like, like the same things that's going on with Russell Wilson in terms of this thing where they're saying Russell is alienating his teammates or whatever it is, Aaron Rodgers is doing the same thing. The same not thing. People, and people are not people are not talking about it. Again, we're Tom not, we're Brady not gonna is jump doing on, the same thing. Yeah, Tom Brady out here cursing out his teammates on the sidelines every game. Like all these things are coming up. So I get where Tay's coming from because it seems like they're more piling up on Russell Wilson. And that's the budding joke right now. But at the end that's of right. the day, how long is how, you y'all act like this is every year that everybody get on Russell Wilson. They've been defending no, Russell Wilson saying, for years. No. Like, right, but I'm not saying not like, I'm not saying I'm not, not like, saying that it's not like been every. Not yeah, like I'm not Aaron saying Rodgers, they've been Aaron jumping Rodgers over. League, Aaron Rodgers is the league golden boy who hasn't been to the Super Bowl in a decade. But at the end of the day, he's the league golden boy. How is that? I don't think league? he gets defended enough. I think he gets over defended because I don't feel like Aaron Rodgers gets defended enough. He, I feel like everybody hates Aaron Rodgers. No, no one hates Aaron Rodgers but me. Yeah. That's not that's true. Not that is I don't believe that. That's listen, not it. I listen that's to these. I listen to these shows. They be. They be trying to. Get, aside from Stephen A. Smith, Tay, it's you and Shannon Sharp. It's you and Shannon Sharp. That's it. Aside from Stephen A. Smith, that's it. People me and Stephen A. Smith just the goddamn world. Everybody got everything. That's not true. That's not. It's only me and Shannon. Shannon Sharp. Everybody else hates Tom Brady more than they hate Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I don't even hate Tom Brady. Anymore. More people hate Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers, and that's always been the case. And I'm like, and that's what made me not in my division no more. And that's what made me observe him a little more, Aaron Rodgers. Once, like I said, and I told y'all that from episode one. Once they put him on that list, being yeah, the top that list, it was over. <laughs> once, and it wasn't even our list; it was the ESPN list. That had mm-hmm. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers tied for top quarterback of the decade. I had to look back. Those skills. Those skills. No. So he was better than Peyton Manning in the in the time of 2010 to 2020? No. Uh, you said a decade. Yeah, about a decade. Yes. He was tied with Tom Brady. All right. Peyton Manning was playing hurt. He wasn't. But he was playing hurt. Peyton Manning was playing hurt. Peyton Manning was playing hurt. In between that decade. Because of his defense, not because of him. Yeah, but it it was because of him, too. Because of his defense, not because of him. The thing is, let's let's stop. The the thing is, it's either when when someone, the, the same way when someone loses, we give the whole team accountability. The same way when someone wins, we give the whole team accountability to. That's always been my problem. I mean, I think the Russell Wilson thing, if we weren't physically seeing him missing reads, I think the conversation would be a little bit more closer together. I think that's, but that's the separation where the conversation is at. We're watching him miss reads. Like, and, and a lot of them. But at the same time, with Aaron Rodgers, this man decides, well, my rookie dropped the pass. I'm not going to pass him until the fourth quarter. What? 
Um, Tom Brady is doing the same thing. I think and that could, and they could respect their teammates. They could disrespect their teammates because Tom Brady, he's not playing well, and he's cursing out his teammates on the sideline. Are you serious? Are you serious? It's not the first time it's gonna happen. Yeah, but are you that's serious? the problem. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. Are you serious? I look at him like if you don't sit your ass, if you don't sit your ass down. And they That's get shipped right out of Tampa Bay. You really want that smoke? Yeah, Tampa Bay ain't doing no motherfucking thing right now. <laughs> oh, shit me out. That's a fact. Shit me out. They're not doing shit me out. Bye. <laughs> Let me this, a minute. This, 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 I'll be okay this, with this Kirk ship Cousins. is sinking. <laughs> this ship is sinking. They're three and three right now, right? I mm-hmm. think so. No, they, they so can't. They're not, they're not. They can't be three and three. They have, I think they're like, good. it might be three or four. It might be three yeah, or four. Yeah, I think they're three and four because they just lost the um the Monday night game. They lost two in one week. Yeah. yeah, they just lost that Monday night game to, um what's, what's their face, the Baltimore, the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, that was like good I said, too. For the, ball, the thing for the that, this is the thing, this is the thing that, like, kind of annoys and aggravates me. Like, there's not a show that doesn't play an Aaron Rodgers clip to bury him. You know what I'm saying? It's like I need you to produce these links because I don't see it. Oh, I will. I will. I will. Don't worry. I'll give you. I'll give you all of it. It's, and it's even on our. It's even on our show. We talk about Aaron Rodgers every time we talk about football. It's very to, seldom. It's very seldom that we talk about Russell Wilson. So no, that's not it's, true. It's, I always talk about Russell Wilson. Yeah, glorifying him, but yes, when he's playing bad, it's an excuse. I'm not understanding that. Like he got to get the same smoke. Man. It's not right. No, but just, like, what I don't know. No, what's not right, Matt. At the end of the day, you you sat there and you you've defended Aaron Rodgers for the past three years, right? and I gave him his accountability for when they fuck up in the playoffs. And what has he done for his team? Because the MVP title is for himself, right? What it has he done? Title. What has he done for that team that made them better? Have, have they made any rings? He's, he's made have them they relevant. Have they to a Super Bowl? No. They're relevant. They make no. them very much relevant. They are always in the Green playoff run. The Green Bay Packers are always going to be relevant to football. If he gets off that team right now, they will not be relevant. They're always relevant. No, they're not. They've always been relevant. As long as I can remember, they've always been relevant because they had Brett Favre, then they had him. They've been relevant for the past 25 years. Exactly, and he's held them relevant. He held them relevant for that long since Brett Favre went to Minnesota. Yeah, but the, just the just the pedigree of the Green Bay Packers has been relevant. Has been relevant. Well, we're talking about re- we're talking about playoff relevancy, though. That's what I'm talking about. Well, playoff relevancy ain't shit because because if it's playoff relevancy, then Aaron Rodgers shouldn't even be in that conversation because he chokes every playoff every year. But but he's but he's gotten them to the AFC Championship. Oh. Okay. I thought they were in the NFC. All right. If he's not there, they don't get there. Huh? Look, we're not not doing that. Don't do that. I said, Mark Mark Sanchez got the Jets. Mark got the Jets in the AFC championship twice. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. No, no. We're not talking about the Jets. Why y'all always got to do this? Stop doing that. No, I'm talking about Mark. I'm just talking about the quarterback. This conversation was about Russell Wilson and y'all switched so completely to get the Aaron Rodgers. I really want to know something really important, too. 
Russell Wilson wasn't in the top ten quarterbacks last year. Who was? No, he wasn't. So who was? It? Name him. No, I mean. Let's see. Pat Mahomes, we, we did this. Matthew we Stafford. did this already, though. Joe, but I named it. I named it. He's not. Name all ten. Not the top ten. Name all no, ten. But we did. We all put him in our top ten, but not the top. Name all ten. Yeah, bro, he's, he's not. But he's not in the. But name okay, but in the, in the. And don't put. And if you don't put Russell Wilson in it, your your list, it's fraudulent. Bro, is he in it? And I thought we'd put him in the top ten. That ain't me. He's not in the top ten. I think he's eleven. Your list. From my, why would I put in 2022 Russell Wilson is not in my top ten? In 2022 Russell Wilson is not in my in my list. I'm sorry, he's not. Last season, not with, who was your top ten quarterback of last season? He wasn't there either. They like they made it to the they made it to the wild card and got and, and lost. Name your ten. Put an answer. Name your ten. He's not, not in the top ten. 10. He's not in the top ten. Russell Wilson is in the top ten. In your list, in your list, Russell Wilson is in the top five. That's From last season, you thought he was in the top five. The season before, he was in my top five. Last season, he's definitely in my top ten. Not in my top five. Russell's number ten. Russell's number ten. Russell Wilson's not number seven. I could put my money on my mouth. He is not in the top ten. From last year, he's not in the top ten. He's not. Not with the emergence of Joe Burrow. Not with not with not with Justin Fields playing the way he's playing. Not with Russell Wilson was in the NFL 2020 2022 top quarterback top ten quarterbacks and ESPN. in 2021 or 2021 2022 that was 2022 not even over yet. From the season ended in 2022. Yeah, but he's not in it. He's number 11. He's number 11. He's number 11. And I couldn't even believe it. They put Dak Prescott in front of him. They put Dak. And he's with. What number is he? What number is he? He, What number is he then, Ted? Number six. Get the fuck out of here. No, he's not. It was Josh Allen. The thing is, like, like I keep saying, put your money where your mouth is. Josh if you say Josh Allen was number one, then you know that list is wrong. Because last year, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady ESPN, were number one and number two. ESPN. ESPN. I'm talking about Patrick, ESPN's list, right? Has I have, I have right Josh here. Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson didn't even play last year. That was their top ten. How if Deshaun Watson didn't even play last year? That's how they. Patrick had Mahomes had a bad season that's last year. Make it. that make sense. That's how they ranked it. But that's why they projected. I'm literally begging you to tell me t- your top ten from last season. From last I'm season. Begging you. Yes, I am begging you. When I pull over, I got you. When I pull over, I got you. Because I'm almost where I'm supposed to be. In no in particular order, my top ten has Russell Wilson in it. And my top ten has Aaron Rodgers in it too. Yeah, you probably have him number eight, knowing you. No, so Aaron Rodgers is actually in my top five, but he's not number one, two, or three, or four. That doesn't even make sense. How it doesn't make how you, sense? How do you have the? How do you have? How you have a two-time back-to-back MVP 
I'm like the number five. I didn't vote. I didn't sense. vote the motherfucker in. Patrick Mahomes had a bad season last year, so how would he be ranked Man, he number one? Right them, he still got them to the to the championship. ESPN what championship? also. The ESPN also put um also put Russell Wilson in for this year as well as number eight. That don't make no damn sense at all. Okay, that's, that's probably projected. That's said, bullshit. When you have a number, when you have a top ten quarterback list from last year, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a top ten list and don't have Russell Wilson in it, you didn't watch the season. Period. I watched the season. Russell Wilson was not a top ten quarterback. In the season before, he would. He, you could make a compelling argument that he was in the top five. The season before, yes, I give you the season before, okay. yes. And last, last season, season, hell no. Nah. Definitely top ten. Definitely. No. Definitely. Nah. Okay. Well, hell no. Guys, guys, we have to move on. We have to pay. No, I need the, I need a top ten. So, Dre, you wouldn't put Russell Wilson in your top ten from last season? I put no, him he in my top say, yeah. number ten. I, I put him as number ten. I said he was Pete, number ten. Pete. I said he was number ten when we did our list. It's but not a no. I'm going to do it. I, I, the, 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 the last ten. season, Russell Wilson was not that great last season. That, that, I don't even remember anything the Cowboys did last season. To me, Russell Wilson is definitely in the top 10. I think the list that Tay is referring to is the ESPN uh, project list for the year. So that this was in that. So we actually went over that list uh, earlier this, uh, earlier in, our, in, in an earlier episode of the podcast about whether or not they were ranked correctly. Um, so we actually did go over this list. But um, no, Russell Wilson. Definitely in my top 10 quarterbacks. Definitely. Um, and in fact, if I'm thinking about the quarterbacks coming into the seat, um, I had said Brady should not have been as high as he was. Your audio is real bad. I, I don't, I feel like at this point, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both, which is the only time I want to put them in the same category because Tom Brady is by far the greatest quarterback of all time. But anyway, not going to hold you. The only thing that they have in common this year is that the fact that they got ranked too high for their age and at and their waning ability. That the media and the media is not allowing the newer guys to fully take positions in in the NFL. No. They will always have love yeah. for Brady and Rogers because of the name. So these are legacy votes. At the at the end of the yep. day, right yep. now, it's legacy votes because Tom Brady didn't even look. Tom Brady, granted, to be as old as he is in the league, he's playing phenomenal. The same thing I say about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Given the fact that they're the age that they are, and in in bas- in football years and in basketball years, they're a hundred years old. And to still be able to compete is a great thing. But we're not looking for you to just compete. We're looking for you to win. You get what I'm saying? We're not looking for a participation trophy. So at this point, your time. thank you for your service. It's time to ride off into the sunset. and be in the, oh, If you're not ready, be somebody's backup quarterback. Pass the baton. Aaron Rodgers is not working anymore. It's not. The NFC has become the NFC has become too competitive. It has. Period. 
I think Brady Brady and Mah- Brady and Rodgers won't be top ten quarterbacks this year. That's they won't be top ten quarterbacks this year. I think um, to round it back up, I think Russell Wilson has a chance to turn it around and potentially be put back in that top ten um, for this year. Um, but we'll definitely have to see. But um, pick five, Pete. Um, even, even though we're all tired of this game, you got a six-game lead on all of us. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, I hear me now. No, actually, so. Yeah, you hear me uh, now? This, yes. But yeah, we're, 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 right, I'm ready for my list because I just pulled over. Ready? I can give you 10 quarterbacks. I'm putting, I'm putting Russell Wilson at 11 for last year. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Patrick, Maher, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and Derek Carr. I'm putting all in front of Russell Wilson last year. What did Derek Carr do with last season? He did better than Russell Wilson. He did to you and only you. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't put Derek Carr above Russell Wilson. Did Derek, Carr, did Derek Carr get to the playoffs last year? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, but. Like I said, all the, all those other picks that you have in your in your list, I am in full agreement with. Even though, like, I still feel I'm still not completely sold on Matthew Stafford. Still, no Matthew Stafford, Brady, and Rogers should and all Kyler be in Murray, the bottom. I don't, even, I don't even know what the hell happened to Kyler Murray. The Cardinals were on fire, and then they they kind of they, and I don't know they're what happened. They stealered out. They still Staff- Stafford, Stafford, Rodgers, and Brady should all be near the bottom of the top ten. Are they still top ten quarterbacks in a in a in, in level of what they can produce and their ability? Yes, but based on their age not, and not the things Stafford, around yeah. them, they're no longer where they used to be, and they need to be ranked accordingly. We need to stop giving. We have to remember we're not voting on what's on the back of their of, the, of their football card. We should be voting on what they can produce moving forward. And yes, Brady and Stafford and Rodgers all have great backs of the football card. But can they continue to do that? Not at the same level they used to. And, and people need to start admitting that. Agreed. So, moving on. Pick five. Because the, the games are going on now. Let's get into Pick five. One, two, three, four, five. Last week, uh, so Tay is in at seventeen and eighteen, and I went four and one last week. Wait, 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 wait. Start over because I didn't hear anything you said. Yeah, the music was on. I don't think you heard it. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't realize the music was on. I apologize. So uh, Dre and Matt both went three and two last week to bring their record still tied, still tied to eighteen and seventeen. Uh-huh. Uh, Tay, you went two and three last week. Your record stands at 17 and 18. And I went four and one last week to bring my record to 25 and 10. Okay. Fuck this year, bro. This shit. <laughs> <laughs> far away from all of us. So, first game um, Jets and Broncos. I'm sorry, Jets, Jets Patriots. Jets Patriots. Oh, Jets, Jets Patriots. Sorry. Jets. I'm taking the Jets. Okay. I'm taking the Jets as well. Yeah. 
Let me pull over into this gas station so I can take out pics and not die on the road. Yeah, that'd be nice. Appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, am I on your insurance? No, you're not. <laughs> Cardinals versus Vikings. Hold on, did everybody take the Jets? Everybody yeah. took the Jets. Okay, yeah. cool. What That's are we? Shock. Is this week eight? Yeah. Yes, this is. Yeah. I hate this shit already, bro. <laughs> Cardinals versus Vikings. I'm taking Cardinals. the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings. Arizona for Matt. I'm taking Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota as well. Yep. I'll also take Minnesota, but to be honest with you, I can see the um, Arizona winning this game. I can see it too, but this would be the you see, this is like last week with it, which is why I didn't put one of those. Which game were we like? Oh, this is gonna be a bullshit game, and they're, they're gonna come back. I think the Miami game. We were like, mm. the Miami Steelers Who played last year. Who played yeah, last, last game? Then? Yeah, yeah played last game, and they won sixteen to ten. Right. <laughs> I gotta take back what I said about Tua. That's some sad shit. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think he was that good. I thought it was. He was just good in college, but shit. No, he's good. He's good. I mean, I you, I'm surprised good. you didn't feel this way when he threw six touchdowns. Nah, sunlight shines in the dog's ass once in a while. You and these old ass southern fucking sayings, man. <laughs> I don't, that's not sunlight. That's not. Sunlight. I don't even know where I got that. I think I made that up. Not even a lot of. Yeah, because I've never heard that before, and I've never heard that again. Right. Only you say it. But it makes sense, though. I guess. I, listen, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> Giant versus Seahawks. Shit. I don't uh, hear you. I'm I taking hear the Seahawks, and I hate that I'm saying that. No, you don't. No, you don't, because he's a Geno Smith <laughs> yes, fucking supporter. Don't listen to him. <laughs> you, you don't. No, you don't. Go, go pick your quarterback. Go pick your Jets quarterback. No, I like what the Giants have done this year. I really do. I want both the Giants and the Jets to be successful. I have thoroughly enjoyed what the Giants have been able to do this year. I feel like, though, Seattle has been a, a revelation, and I think they have a better overall team than the Giants, but I think this could be a good game. <laughs> I don't even know who we got. I know who we got. I know Ray, you got the Giants, right? I'm going with the Giants. Go ahead, Tay. You know what? I'm going to go with the Giants. I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. But um, I think the Seahawks are going to win because I feel like the Giants, the Seahawks are going to find a way to score. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the Giants can hold them. But to be fair, I'm, I've been sticking with my Giants. I'm a big fan of Kansas City. So I'll keep the same energy and go with my team, even though I, I know this is going to cost me. Interesting game, this one, because I think this is the battle of the best first-half scoring team versus I think the Giants are the best second-half scoring team. Yeah, they're the best fourth-quarter team. This year. Yeah, they're the fourth-quarter team this year. What the hell who is that? Who keeps running around? I don't know. I'm at my father's house. 
Can we can we mute ourselves when we're not talking? <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to hear kids yelling in the back and then they're like, "Yo, we don't know your sweatshirt." Like, <laughs> <laughs> 49ers versus the Rams. I'm picking the tough. 49ers. I'm picking the Niners. Because Matthew Stafford is ass. So I'm picking the 49ers. Taking the 49ers as well. Yo, the Rams look exactly how I thought they were going to look this season. You predicted it. No OBJ and no Von Miller. They're, they're fraudulent. Mm-hmm. I said I said that when they got into the Super Bowl. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. I felt that way last year. I really, <laughs> thought, I really wanted the, the freaking Bengals to beat their ass. Man. The only reason why I wanted the Rams to win for, was for Odell Ode Beckham Jr. That was it. Yeah. If Odell wasn't on that team, I'd give two shits because I don't like Matthew Savage. So. I mean, the Bengals look fraudulent this year, too. Who? Yeah. Bengals. That's because Jamarcus Chase was hurt. Yeah, but you know what? because Jamarcus Chase was hurt. You know, to be, in the, to be honest with you, I'm giving Joe Burrow a pass in a way because his, the, his O-line is straight trash. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like Joe Burrow is such a young quarterback, and to be able to produce the way that he has, I think they're finally getting back. This is what they did last season. They didn't look good the first half of last season, and then they got on their momentum, and that momentum carried them. This is very true. Burrow's going to be great. He's just got to get a better O-line. Burrow is going to be I, I think Burrow is, is going to be um, next. And I've said that since he was at LSU. So, but when it comes to today, we're all taking the 49ers? Yes, I'm taking the 49ers as well. Yeah, fuck, the, um, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you're taking the Niners as well, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. And Packers versus Bills. I'm going with the Bills. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might be the game that Aaron Rodgers remembers who he's who he's rated to be. Not if he's not passing it to his rookies, though, pretty much. Josh Allen been looking shaky these past couple weeks, too, so that and that and that's the thing I'm concerned about taking this pick. But I'm still going to take – the Bills overall over the Packers. Bro. Dude, do you know how much the the Buffalo Bills are favored over the Packers? Is it fourteen? They are favored eighty four point eight percent by an average of thirteen points. Yeah, I thought the spread was yeah. I think the spread was four. Yeah, the spread was thirteen. So yeah, they if you want if you want to win against the spread, they got to win by two touchdowns. Yeah, but I'm going with the Bills. Matt, well, I ain't Matt stupid. Matt. I'm going with Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I knew he was going with the Bills. <laughs> oh, so our man. two big games this week are Arizona, Minnesota, and Giants, Seattle. Those are the two uh, switch games for us this week because all of us pick the Jets, the 49ers, and Buffalo. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I feel like my I feel like my my Giants are gonna lose today, but I love my team, so I'm gonna ride for my team. So, 
I feel like the Vikings are not going to let us now. <laughs> but, like, if I pick the Cardinals, wasn't it? He's just going to – Kyler Murray just going to do something stupid and then get hit a bunch of times and get the ball thrown away. I don't got time for that. <laughs> Listen, I think, I think you know, Kirk Cousins is really taking it personal yeah, right. people don't think he's a good quarterback. I stopped listening once you said Kirk Cousins. I'm sure I mean, he, he, I mean, he has a better – his team is better than yours mm-hmm. in that division. He's got one loss. He's got the second best team record wise in the in the NFC besides Philadelphia. And it still won't mean nothing. So what's the point? Funny thing is, a lot of midseason predictions think it's gonna end up being Philly and Minnesota in the NFC championship game. You and I both know. I, you know what? I want to see a Giants Jet Super Bowl. That's what I want. I want to see the Giants get Super Bowl. Yeah, you asked me for a little too much because that's yeah. No, I think I think you have a better <laughs> chance, and I and I and I say this, I say this, I say this in full confidence. I think you have a better chance of the Giants getting there than the Jets getting there. I think the Jets are going to still get some wins this year and look good, but with the losses of uh, Brees Hall and mm-hmm. um, and uh, our O linemen, I think it's going to be a lot tougher for us to keep the pace we've been going on. So I think we're gonna, you know, we're still gonna win. We're still gonna. I think we're still gonna have a really good season, but um, I'm really tempering my expectations now because these were really two very big injuries. And unless Zach Wilson, unless they have been holding him back, unless that boy has got something in the tank that we don't know because they've been keeping him on the baby playbook, you know, and he surprises everybody, I think that we have to really temper expectation. For what the Jets can do this year after those the, two the, the Broncos finally won a damn game. Oh Lord. Now it's all left up to the Lakers. Nathaniel Hackett might get to oh, keep God. his job. <laughs> Dwight Howard has something to say about them Lakers. Dwight Howard should have something. He should, no, he should have something to say about them Lakers because Dwight Howard played well enough to still be on the team, and they were like, nope. <laughs> Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard said, I think he said about ninety percent of the reason, or ninety-five percent of the reason, why the Lakers are as bad as they are, is solely Anthony Davis's fault. I believe I'm with him. Absolutely, absolutely. You think, absolutely. You think it's only Anthony Davis? He's he's he's. I want to say he's the majority of the reason because he's fucking soft, and I've been fucking saying that for years, and nobody wants to fucking listen. Don't get me wrong, I still. There was a point in time I put him over Giannis, but Giannis is surpassed him. It's like it's bad. Surprising, He's way too skilled. Shit, the past two years, three years. But that's no. But what I'm, I'm again, ever since Giannis dropped that fifty-point piece in the fucking finals, I, I I can't put Anthony Davis over him no more. Yeah, you can. Especially with the fact, especially with the fact that he plays soft. You always hurt. You you are you seven feet tall, but you don't want to play center. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I don't understand you, bro. Like you just you have the you have the, the, the skills to be one of the one of the best big men in the league, but then you play like trash when you play against big men. I don't understand it. And then he sat. Did it wasn't he on the bench for the uh for the Minnesota yes, game? For the Minnesota game. Yes. Where Rudy Gobert Look like a damn superstar with 20 points and 22 rebounds. 20 rebounds. Like, Fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, what? Fucking ridiculous, man. So this is embarrassing. About, so we, we were on the we was on father time when it came to those quarterbacks. 
And we talk about Father Time when it comes to LeBron. But Anthony Davis, Father Time peaking early for Anthony Davis. Father Time, like, all right, bro, get it out of there. Let's get you out Father of there. Father Time is fucking with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. That's the sad shit. I don't know if it's because he don't want to be there or what. Russell Westbrook played well coming off the bench. So I'm yep. not If he can accept that Russell, role. It's not Russell Westbrook. <laughs> if, he could, if, he, if Russell Westbrook can humble himself and accept the role of coming off the bench, a lot like Carmelo Anthony had to do, Russell Westbrook can be a vital piece for a team coming off the bench as the main scorer of that second unit, you have a guy who has shown that he has the ability to be a 25-plus point scorer in the NBA when he is on his game, and he is the lead ball handler for your second unit, that can be very dangerous. He needs to accept it because if he buys into it, that can be dangerous. I ain't going to hold that shit as hard. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Listen, the, Dwight Howard, I, the reason why, and I'm glad you brought this up, the reason why I give AD the smoke, and the same reason why KG said it, too, on, on certified, on KG certified, Anthony Davis is supposed to be the one leading the Lakers into the future. It's not supposed to be 38-year-old LeBron James. Yeah, but Anthony Maybe. Davis has been in the league forever, too. Let's not even get that twisted. But he hasn't what, played that years? much games in seasons. Yeah, because of the injuries. But he's been in the, the league over a decade. Yeah, but if you I mean, add up all the games, it don't mean shit. Well, yeah, close at least to. a decade. At least a decade. I think see. he came in in 20... No, 2012. Not... This is his 10th year. 2012, yeah. This is his 10th year. This man has not played 82 like, games. Yeah, Never. but unfortunately, has he played a full season at all in the NBA? Unfortunately, no. for all the time, you know what I'm saying. No, <laughs> no he's never played a um. That was a Balenciaga diva, bro. The mo- the most he's ever played was 75 games uh, in back to back years in uh, Nola. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. it's that's not without that's not for lack of trying. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Boy is injured more than. Yeah, yeah. But the, if, the crazy part, if you're looking at Anthony Davis' career average is a massive, bro. 23-23 and 10 for a career is crazy. 23 and 10 is nuts. Yeah, but what are, what are his per 82 averages? Those can't be his per 82. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. We get into his per 82, what? that – that, yeah, that bad. No. don't do that, Pete. Don't do that, Pete. Like, what happened? What I missed? <laughs> like, um, I gotta be real. Like, Dre, I didn't catch. Anthony Davis, Dre, Davis career averages, right? And right, Anthony but, Davis but listen, and as, the, and as the math teacher, as the math mm-hmm. teacher, let me just put it like this: your averages are always gonna look inflated when you don't play the requisite amount of games in the season. Yeah. Right. I didn't. I didn't hear your response, Dre, when I had asked. Like, has how many how many times has he played a full season? No, Tay said it. Tay responded. Tay said the most oh, okay. he played in, in two years back to back was um, fifteen and sixteen when he's in Nola, and that was seventy five. Okay, okay oh. so seventy five games is the best we can rate him on. What were his averages in that season when he played seventy five games? 
Hold on, let me let me um pull it back up. Um, six two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. So, um, hmm. Okay. He played. He averaged <laughs> two assists, eleven rebounds, twenty eight points per game. Okay, and that was his what? What season was that? His third, four, his fourth season, right? Fifth season. Um, one, two, three, four, five. His fifth and the sixth season. So basically, okay. he averaged. 28 and 52% from the field of almost 12 rebounds. So Okay. And he was playing and he was playing like a back to the basket center and nobody could stop him. He was doing what he needed to do. Anthony Davis now wants to be like everybody else. He wants to be a stretch five. He wants to shoot threes. He wants to shoot from the outside. He listen, boy, sit with your behind in the paint and dominate. Because right now there's only a couple of centers. There's only a couple of people in this league that defensively can hold you in that area. Giannis, maybe Jokic size-wise, not, a, not no, athletic he could. No. Yes, he could. He's held him. He's held right. him. Jokic, seen it happen. Giannis, Gobert, and, and maybe and, and Embiid, and maybe Aiton in size. That's nah, Aiton it. Aiton held him down, too. Aiton held him down. Right. So that's really that's really the only people in this league that can defensively really and call Anthony Towns. Yeah, but Carl Anthony's playing on the outside now because Gobert's in there. No, but before that, what I'm saying, he he would be holding Anthony Davis and he would hold him too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, so he you know, you have you have a situation where there's not many people in this league that can defensively hold you when you play back to the basket and you play a center position. And this is what he needs to do. He needs to understand what his body is. Okay, maybe maybe you are the 70 game a season guy. Maybe you're not the 82 game guy. That's I a get stretch. It. Say 50. Okay. You gotta, you gotta dumb that down to 50. Not yeah, 70. I don't think about 70. <laughs> you got you got it. You got it. Seven, seven, 70 is too much. And my man will not Way make too it much. Too. You gotta relax. And he so now not here, make it to so, the playoffs. So, so now here's the thing. If if in my opinion, in my personal opinion. If you are a quote-unquote star player and you cannot give me and you cannot give me at least 60-plus games a season, at least 75 to 80% of the schedule, then you're not a star player and you're not worth that kind of money. That's I'm what sorry. I've been saying. I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Jay Will and Stephen A. at this point. I think we need to just reset like trade everybody and try to get get a team, get a younger ball. This is a wrap. Yeah, I think they're not gonna get good. No matter how you can trade Russell Westbrook now and get Buddy Hill and Miles and Miles Miles right, and I guarantee they still get bumped out the first round. They're not gonna be a great team. They're not competing in that. At the end of the day, LeBron's already accomplished what he needed to accomplish. Exactly. LeBron, LeBron brought a title to Miami. Mm-hmm. LeBron brought a title to Cleveland, and LeBron brought a title. I believe he brought a title back to LA. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I believe he is one of what maybe a handful, if not the only player, to ever bring a championship to three different franchises. Outside of Robert, I won't know as the main <laughs> player, as no. like the main guy. Because mm-hmm. Ori, Ori was more of a secondary piece. Like you can't say that it was because mm-hmm. of Robert Ori that many of those teams won the championships that they won. But, like, you could definitely say that 
Miami won because they had LeBron and because of what he brought to that team. Uh, Cleveland definitely won because of LeBron, and L.A. did as well. So, you know, he's already he's already done what he needed to do. At this point in time, this is all about padding the back of the basketball card for LeBron James and trying to stay in the league long enough to play with his son. You know, if he wants to stay in L.A. to play with Bronny in L.A., then okay, maybe you got to make that happen. But if he doesn't care where he plays with Bronny, then, yeah, you got to blow it up with everybody, including – including LeBron James. Nah. <laughs> nah Trade him all. Not work. Trade him all. Trade him all. <laughs> LeBron's going to either have to stay in <laughs> back, LA or go back, to, go back to Cleveland. Why the nah, hell is he going to go back to Cleveland? Cleveland is they look team. good. They're good They're now. Really good team. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I, I could, no, I could let see LeBron being a great there. six man for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Like a six man type of capacity. Where he's Sticking not the main starter, LeBron. You're not both of us not happening. You're not no, both of no, us. I wouldn't that. say no. What I mean by six man is not in the pure definition of a six man being the person off the bench. I can see LeBron James being in the starting lineup every night for a Cleveland team. But what I will say is LeBron James could easily be a guy that maybe plays 25 minutes a night, at most 30 minutes a night for a Cleveland team that doesn't need him to play a max amount of minutes. So in that, you're trying sense, to make him Kawhi Leonard. You're more of a complimentary piece. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. You see, you're making him Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. That's Kawhi Listen, Leonard. Listen, I, w- I would rather have a very healthy LeBron James with his abilities, healthy and ready to go in the playoffs, than run him throughout the year for Cleveland when Cleveland has a team that's good enough to make the playoffs on their own without LeBron James. So you add well, you have to give up that- pieces in order to get him, though. You do know that, right? How long is he signed for in L.A.? He just resigned for what two more years? It's a, it's a, uh, one uh, his one plus one thing he do. It's a one and one. So if he oh, one one, if he so leaves play. at the end of this year, if they tell him, hey, listen, we need it's to blow it up. After. It's a year after. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. They they would have to give up. Uh, they have to give up a good. They would probably have to give up freaking um. What's his name? Damn it! No. What's his name? I wouldn't huh? trade for LeBron. I wouldn't trade him for him. I would only have him come back as a free agent. I wouldn't trade for LeBron. Hell no. Nah. I'll trade it for him. You bugger. No. Boy, he still could give you 28 and he still could give you 28 and 8. So, but it's, it's, the, it's the team it's a team killer thing type of thing. Not the team killer in the way we spoke right. about with, 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 like, or with Kyrie or KD. Like, not that type of deal. We're talking about, well, the KD part, yes. In terms of blowing up the entire team. Just to get one person, yeah. Nah. I don't even think they have to blow up a team. They can give you freaking Jared Allen and freaking what's his and what's boy in the guard. I forgot his name. Is it no, they'll L.A. L.A. will dictate the terms of that trade. That's the problem. And L.A. is going to want a king's ransom for LeBron James. The same that the same way they're going to want a king's ransom for Anthony Davis. Like L.A. is going to try to trade these guys if they try to trade both, them. No, and they're going to want to pack that up for that Anthony Davis stuff. <laughs> But they they're gonna they're LA, gonna want they need to take some draft picks and some secondary players and call it a day. They're gonna want they're gonna want a max return. <laughs> and 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 by the way, we've seen this past offseason what these trade packages have been looking like. They've been ridiculous. Six first round picks for players. I'm like, what is this world coming to? 
you know, so I wouldn't be surprised if LA tries to say, oh, we'll trade, we'll trade Anthony Davis, but we want at least two first round picks. Oh, we'll trade LeBron James, but we want players and picks. If I'm Cleveland, I'm not sacrificing the team I have to trade for LeBron James. I wait for LeBron James to become a free agent, and I say, hey, listen, come back to Cleveland. They're going to have to for it. It's not. Look, like I said, bro, I'll, yeah. trade, I'll trade for LeBron James. Any team will trade for LeBron James because he's still productive. I can understand if he was, if he really, Father Tom was really kicking his ass and, you know, he wasn't producing, but he's producing. He's averaging pretty much the same he was averaging when he was in Miami when he was in his peak. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not trade for him because if you're losing two or three players that barely average close to 30 or averaging less than 25, you're not really losing much. You're getting that production back because he, he's an all-around player. He lacks on yeah. defense, but, he, but you know, he, he's still – He's still productive, and he makes people around him better. It's just the damn Lakers team he can't make better for some fucking reason. So I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's just about time to blow up that team. Anthony Davis got to go. Russell Westbrook got to go. I don't know if you let LeBron go, but shit. Like, they want to win. L.A. wants winners. They don't – I mean, and I don't even really think that they're that – they're favorable on LeBron like how they was Shaq and Kobe and Magic and Kareem. I don't think that they look at LeBron like how they look at them guys. So, I mean, I don't even really think that they would they would bat an eye if, you know, if they was to blow that team up and get rid of all three. I'm not going to hold you. I don't, I, I don't, I, think, that's they, just I don't think they would want to get rid of LeBron unless LeBron wants to go. I think you give LeBron that, um, that respect. Yeah. Yeah, but he don't happen. have a no. He don't have a no trade clause, and I, but I doubt Genie Bus would just be like, "I right, pack it up, bro." That's gonna look crazy, and nobody's gonna want to go to Lakers ever again. They gonna have to make something, or Rob Lynch gotta go, bro. I'm sorry, it's just, it's, it's like you, you, you scared away Magic Johnson for this. <laughs> yeah. Final, final topic, guys. Uh, World Series, Astros Phillies is tied up. Games um, a one to one tonight. Tomorrow night, um, the Astros are in Philadelphia. Who y'all got? Well, with the Phillies, even though I mean I know that Houston Astros are probably the better team, but I'm just I guess I want Philly to win. You know, they looking good. The Eagles looking good. You know, mm-hmm. Just want them to win. Yeah. This is looking mediocre. Who you got there? I don't. It's, it's not the Yankees. <laughs> I don't Listen, care. I think, got you. <laughs> Say less. Uh, I think the Astros are going to win the whole the World Series. Yeah, the Astros are going to win the whole World Series. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> The Yankees shit the bed, and it's time to blow up that whole team, too. Aaron Judge deserves better. He needs to go to a team that's going to treat him the way he deserves to be treated. And I'm a diehard Yankees fan, and they shit the bed with him. My man needs to be treated worst. like Oxtail, not, not yeah. Soggy P. Exactly. <laughs> they picked the worst year to shit on his bed. <laughs> the entire bed. Like, yeah, the they, entire they picked the worst possible year. 
to, to shit on Aaron Judge. They did. He showed them. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, bet I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the AL record, home run record, and I'm out. They don't all right. Pete, you missed two um two topics. So I just want to get your you have a very interesting title on the bottom of your um of your screen about Kyrie Irving. I want to hear your thoughts on that. And then also, what are your thoughts on the World Series? So I'll start with your second question first. Uh, fuck the Houston Astros. Um, I hate them. I always will hate them. I really hope Philadelphia wins this World Series. Um, they won't. I mean, they won game one. They lost game two. I really don't want to see Houston celebrate another one. Uh, but at the same time, I don't hate Houston because of the fact that they swept the Yankees. The Yankees deserve to get swept because they made dumb moves. And the team was doing exactly what the team has always been doing, which we've been saying for years they need to stop doing. And that was the over-reliance on the big hit, the over-reliance on the home run. Earlier on in the season when the Yankees were on their big streak, winning games, leading the, leading the American League, having the best record in baseball. Why? Because they were playing station-to-station baseball. They were hitting doubles. They were hitting singles. They would win games without hitting a single home run. And I'd be like, this is freaking great. This is the type of baseball the Yankees need to play. And what happened? They started over-relying on the home run again. They started leaning back on that. Their pitching staff did not deliver in the way that it was supposed to. Um, Trading Jordan Montgomery was a terrible move. We had less pitching help in the playoffs. Um, The moves that Aaron Boone made, made out of the bullpen in the playoffs were head-scratching on a lot of occasions. Uh, and I put that on Boone and, and the general manager, Brian Cashman, who I have a lot of respect for, uh, and their over-reliance on analytics. Listen, I understand how data works. As, as a math teacher, that you know, as a teacher in general, but as a math teacher, like data is everything to us. But at the end of the day, data does not tell the whole story. You know, I say this all the time about students. Data will only tell you what the data says about that one moment, but they don't tell you about the makeup of the child. They don't tell you about the day-to-day performance, right? The data, you know, is what it is, but these, they have to understand that sports is a lot about feel and opportunity. Um, and a lot of teams, you know, do not use analytics the way the Yankees do, and the Yankees should start realizing that. Moving on to what you asked me about Kyrie Irving. I would not have put this as my header had Kyrie Irving not tweeted out the double down tweet. Mm -hmm. See, everybody knows the story by now. Kyrie Irving tweeted out um, about a book or a movie. I forget. It's both a book and a movie um, that is filled with anti-Semitic disinformation. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets and their owner, Joe Sy, both kind of tweeted like, hey, we don't condone this. We're not on board with this. You know, we want Kyrie to understand why this is wrong and things like that. They said all the right things and how they handled it. But then Kyrie decided to want to come out and say, oh, I'm not anti-Semitic. 
And I don't know why me tweeting out in support of this thing that is anti-Semitic makes me anti-Semitic. And, you know, it's just me living my truth as, you know, um, as, a, as, a, as an African that grew up in America and what I believe. And so he basically used the I'm not racist because I have black friends defense. Like his whole defense was, well, I can't be anti-Semitic because I'm omnitheist. So I don't necessarily believe in that stuff. So I can't be anti-Semitic. Oh, I'm not racist because I can't be racist because I don't see color. Shut up. Like, if 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 Kyrie Irving would have just accepted the fact, like, yo, dude, you effed up, you tweeted out support of something that was messed up, and you shouldn't have done that, and he'd have just walked it back and apologized, I could have left this alone. But he wanted to double down on it. And to me, that's what makes Kyrie. Yes. Is he a good basketball player? A great basketball player? Can he go out there and perform from a statistical point of view? Yes, he can. But he is also a headache and a consistent problem child. If it's not one thing, it's another with Kyrie Irving. And in my opinion, the Brooklyn Nets need to get rid of this man. I don't care at this point. I don't care if he can drop 30 and 12 on a consistent basis. I'd rather not have him. That's how much of a headache he has become. I mean, if Kanye Irving go up. Yo. <laughs> yes. Kanye Irving. And I agree with everything you said, Pete. I don't I don't really yeah. I, I don't people are just so ignorant and it's just don't make no damn sense. People just it just don't make no damn sense. We know better now. You know what I'm saying? As a society, we, we have all the information we need at our fingertips. But anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. This is true. All right, y'all. That's a wrap. Shouts to everybody on Dropship Network, all the shows, all of that. Pete, you have something special coming up next weekend. Um. Big big show for you, big show for you. Homecoming, as of sorts. Very big, yep. Friday night's going to be a big night for me. Can't wait to be back in the Bronx. I really cannot wait to be back at home for this. Who says they can't wait to be back in the Bronx? <laughs> Listen, it's the first show of its kind which is of three in three years. So, congratulations to you, sir. Congratulations to you. So, for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. For Mr. Maxine Shaw, DJ Matt. For the queen, Queen Tay, it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace.